This is Jesse from Bring Me Your Torch, a reality TV and pop culture podcast, and you're listening to Two Dudes and an S. Hey, Justin. What's up, man? Ah, not much. Uh, you know, we got Landon here. Did you know that? Hey, Landon, what's up? Hey, how's it going, guys? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, you know, we're really glad to finally get you on the show. I'm glad to be here. I love the, uh, I love the two dudes and... Uh, really, really love the uh, Battle Toads and Double Dragon crossover episode y'all did with uh, Nick and Rob. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And actually, <laughs> speaking of Rob, uh, you are actually one half of the reason Jess and I even really started podcasting. So, oh wow, yeah, just thought I'd give you a little praise on the show. Thanks. I just told I told Rob. I said, Rob, you're the you're the muscle and the technical know-how. I'm just the the jerk. It comes on and. And gives his opinions, and it's kind of sarcastic, and we'll go from there. <laughs> we all know you're the brains. We know you're the brains. The no operation. way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what are we talking about this week? Uh, kung fu. Hi-ya! Ah, yeah. You love to do your hi-ya, don't you? Yeah. Anytime we talk about ninjas or kung fu masters, i got to throw that hi-ya in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, first, interesting you say. I wanted to mention oh, something first, Justin, if that's okay. Okay. Yesterday, okay. we had this baby shower thing, right, that we went mm-hmm. to? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Your, yours for your baby. Right. But right. anyways, I noticed about halfway through, I was looking around, and I noticed it was actually two dudes in a baby shower. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> there was no... Were the only two guys you were there. the only two guys there. We were the only two guys there. So it was like two dudes in a baby shower. <laughs> <laughs> New a new uh, spinoff show. It's a, it's a spinoff podcast. Two dudes in a baby shower. We just talk about baby showers every week. <laughs> yeah. Be sure to subscribe to that one. It'll be coming soon. Right. Exactly. Anyways, go, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I was just gonna say, interesting. You say Kung Fu Master, because that was the original name for this game. Mm-hmm. When it was released as the arcade version. Yeah, is that, uh, is that a really good arcade game? Seg- segment segue? I think it is. I think oh. it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. You know, Justin's historical tidbits and trivia. And then, for those of you who are listening, I we're having some technical difficulties, so I'm trying to push through this history kind of quick here, in case I get kicked off. But uh, anyway. So Kung Fu Master, arcade game, released in 1984, and it was distributed by, well, it was developed by Ira, by a gentleman named Nishiyama. How's that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. Nice. Good? Good? Mm-hmm. Nice. Right. Who also created Iram's 1982 arcade hit, Moon Patrol, and later designed the original 1982 Street Fighter. So uh, he was cutting his teeth on a little kung fu before he started on Street Fighter. So um, it was actually released in Japan under the title Spartan X originally because it was tied in to a movie at the time called Spartan X in Japan, uh, starring none other than Jackie Chan. And that movie was released under the title Wheels on Mills. 
You guys ever seen that movie? I've heard of Meals on Wheels. I've never seen that. Yeah, we've got Wheels on Meals. On meals. <laughs> <laughs> never seen that movie. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So this this was a tie-in released at the same time there over in Japan. Um, it wasn't a tie-in when it was released on the NES, but uh, pretty interesting. I've never heard of that movie until today, uh, or until I read about that. So later released, ported over to the Famicom and NES, uh, became one of the popular games uh, as a black box game. Um, and has become one of the more beloved games, and IGN rated it on the top 100 games as number 62. You guys feel like that was low or high? Or right about um, right? I don't know. I'd probably say maybe a little low, but I'm going to be super biased. You'll find out later in the show. So. <laughs> yeah, I'd say a little low, too. It's a, right. I played it last night for, golly, nearly two hours and didn't even realize how much time had went by. I had so much fun playing it, so good game. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, did the uh, I released. Uh, I was just saying, did, did yeah, I ever yeah. play the arcade? Mm, no, no, I haven't either. Okay, anyways, good, good, good little tangent there. Yeah, no, <laughs> and actually, we'll talk about it. Game, but this was a game that I actually didn't even play growing up, and just only started playing later on. Uh, but anyway. So, Irem released the uh, 1988 follow-up, Vigilante, and it was released on the Sega Master System as well. And this time, the nameless character is saving his girlfriend, Madonna, who's captured by skinheads. <laughs> so, that's a little interesting. Uh, it was, the arcade game was uh, released on Game Boy uh, as Kung Fu Master, it was similar to the to the arcade game, but it had a little bit of different plot and uh, a little bit different gameplay. And the Japanese exclusive sequel was was released called Spartan X2. Now there's there's here's a little interesting tidbit that I found about this game. And I don't know, I couldn't I tried to look this movie up, but couldn't find out a lot about it other than it was a movie that was released in France um, in 1988. But here goes. I found this little paragraph on this. It says, Director Agnes Varda featured the game prominently in a live-action film of the same name, Kung Fu Master, dealing with an affair between a 40-year-old woman and a 14-year-old boy obsessed with the game. When he finally beats it after six months, he asks the bartender to give the older woman a call to let her know. The bartender is initially a bit dismissive, but still picks up the phone. However, she cannot get the message because she is not home, and the bartender reaches her daughter, who is too young to be a messenger. Uh, the film was retitled Le Petit Amoi for U.S. release, so it would not be perceived as a martial arts film. <laughs> That's weird. That's yeah. very weird. It's very yeah. weird. So, anyway... So, Michael, did you have this game, or did you go on a giant quest to find this game? I feel like you just had this game. Michael's quest to find the cart. Well, first, let me mention, did you mention, maybe I just missed it, that Data East actually published it in North America? Yeah, I think I maybe just mentioned it very passingly. That, yeah, Data, Data East... 
Because they are also they also did uh, they do a lot of kung fu games. It seems like because they did bad dudes, they published bad dudes. So yeah, yeah. I just thought I'd bring that up. But as far as did I have this game? uh, This is actually, if I'm remembering correctly, and I'm pretty sure that I do. This is actually one of the games that my parents got me with my original NES back in like 1988 or something. (laughs) Whenever we got it, Mm -hmm. so. So I've had this game as long as I've had my NES. So yes, I've had this game for a long time, and I have had it for a long time. I, it's not one I just picked up. I've played this game almost more than any other game, aside from maybe Super Mario. So, yeah. What about you, Landon? Have you had? Um, when did you get this game? I was probably let's see. I got my NES around the same time, '88. Uh. But I didn't get the game until nearly 2000. I was 10, 12 years old. I found it at a flea market for $3. And I'm like, hmm, this, this looks kind of cool. You know, I'd seen pictures of it and had a uh, had it on a poster of all these Nintendo games that were coming out for the NES that came with my Nintendo. And I'm like, hmm, is that a karate game that was coming out? That looks pretty cool. And paid the 5 bucks for it and took it home and haven't regretted it ever since. Nice. I really like the the box art and I guess the game art. The guy kicking. Yeah. I just think it looks cool. Mm-hmm. It, it, I mean, it's just a picture from the game, right? The pixelated guy kicking, and it's a black box game, so it's kind of it's kind of boring as far as the cover goes. But I just think it really looks cool. It really makes me want to play the game. Yeah, it is, and I really like those pixelated uh, box art images too. I don't know. There's just something about that that just says Nintendo to me. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I'm a pretty big fan of the black box games, but people do can't argue that they're kind of boring, which is fine. They are kind of boring, but I just really like them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to go different. I, I, I'm with Landon. I love the the back the black box game art. Um, I, uh, I remember as a kid, I don't know what it was. It's like a Pavlovian dog response to a black box game. I always thought it was a good game because I guess <laughs> the original Mario was black box. But Kung Fu, I never owned and never actually played until um, Michael and I's first foray in the re- retro gaming at the, our dorm room when we started playing NES games again. And uh, we'd play this one. Yeah, I think we played the snot out of this one for sure. Yeah. The yeah. snot right out of it. <laughs> I was no contender to you, though, in this game. No, I'm pretty good at it, although I did get humble. We'll talk about this later. I did get pretty humbled whenever he issued the high score challenge for this week. But uh, mm-hmm. you guys want to... Let's just start yeah. talking about the game then. The game discussion. Okay. Uh, I'll let you guys start because I'm probably just going to gush a little too much about it. So. <laughs> Go ahead, Landon. I'll let you take over here. All right. Uh, just what do you want me just to talk about? Just general just, gameplay and we're just kind of random when we talk about gameplay. Just whatever okay. pops in, pops in your head. Um, I actually just beat the game for the first time last night when I was playing through. So that was kind of a big deal. That's pretty. <laughs> awesome. Had it all this time, and I've never beat it. <laughs> that was the first time I beat it. It felt good. It did. It felt really good. I even like. Paused it after I beat the last dude, and like where they're uh, where he's hugging his girlfriend, and I took a picture of it. And I'm like, "See, I've got proof that I beat it." 
<laughs> but it's like, oh, but their happiness did not last forever, and it's like, yep, you got to start all the way back over again, and they're harder. And... Yeah, that's but, hilarious. Mm-hmm. I, I like the little heart around him, and him and her. Yeah. Hug. It's like this little bunch. It's a bunch of hearts that make another heart. It's really, uh, <laughs> really pretty sappy. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, I and, remember, but yeah, I saw the ending online. It. it it's, it's a basic concept, that game. I mean, you know, it's like get from point A to point B, or get from point A, beat the boss, get to point B, go to the next level. But it's, I don't know, it's addicting. It kind of pulls you in, and you're just like, man, i gotta, I got to beat this guy. i gotta, I got to do this now. And I don't know. It, 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 after playing it last night, after not playing it for a few, you know, a few years, I kind of got sucked back into it. And now I'm like, man, this was a really, really good game. This, this holds up. Yeah, I, I love it. I think it's it's so easy to just pick up and play for a little, just little short spurts if you want to. You can beat it in probably two minutes if you want to, you know. And then you can keep beating it over and over again as long as as long as you have lives. Once you get better at it, you know. Uh, I don't know if it ever actually ends. It, it you just after you beat it, you go back to the start and play again. The guys are a little bit faster. There's more of them, you know. There's more of the really hard guys like the throw the knives and stuff. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Justin and I have talked about this on the show before. The, these old arcade-style NES games are usually some of the better games mm-hmm. as far as just, like, enjoying them, you know? I mean, they're I not, they're not you know, they're not yeah, super that's what complicated like and whatnot, but... Go ahead, you know, it's, it goes yeah. on the print. That's what I that, like about that if that if it's you know it's simple enough to pick up and play, but it's really really hard to master. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's what I really like about games like this that are beat 'em ups is you. There's not a lot of time commitment that you have to put in if you want to play it. You just throw it in the in the NES and and go as far as you want and as far as you can. And there's not a lot of. Um, it's just it's just fun, you know. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned beat 'em up too, because this is kind of like the start of beat 'em ups. Mm-hmm. This is one of the first games hmm, to ever right. be considered a beat 'em up, or ever even do this style. You know what I mean? I guess the arcade. I'm not sure when the arcade came out. It came out earlier, maybe a year earlier at least. Yeah. So. 84. I can't think of any other beat 'em ups that were out coming out around that time, but. This is definitely among the first, and I think it's I think it kind of paves the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I'm playing this game, I've been playing it for a long time. This is like I said, this is a game I've played a lot. Uh, I like uh, I, there's there's a few things I notice that I think are really funny. Uh, one is the dog pile that they do to you instead of like actually beating you up, they just come and give you a hug. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. And then you just fall off the screen. Yeah. yeah. The, the other thing I noticed that's really funny is the is the midgets. Yeah. I, guess I don't know if they're midgets or if they're kids or what, but I think that's just hilarious. I don't know. One of the first times I played it was with Rob Luther. And... Uh, we had been watching Rocky Balboa, and there's a line where Tyson says, look at you, you got that midget with you. Every time one of those little kids would come on there, Rob would yell that like Mike Tyson. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> you got that midget with you. 
<laughs> Thanks, Rob. <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's funny because they're actually harder than the the full size guys because they do that little somersault on your head if you're if you're ducked mm -hmm. and you can't hit them unless you're ducked. So, but it's weird. It's like you're either kicking a midget or you're kicking a child, and either one just doesn't seem <laughs> very nice. It's not a nice thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not, not politically correct today. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna say this show may not be politically correct all day because I've got I've got a trophy that I'm not sure if it's racist or not. <laughs> <laughs> Is it gonna be one of those another trophies like the Little Nemo episode where you have to tell us after the actual no, show? <laughs> no, I can tell you. I can tell you during the show on this one. I think. Okay, <laughs> it's not that bad. I'm not. I'm kind of embarrassed. I even came up with that one. Yeah, that was good. That was pretty good. Yeah. And also, you got the snakes that, like, fall out of the sky or fall out from, from the ceiling. Yeah. See, the thing is, here's something that a lot of people, you know, I'm going to do a little coaching here because I'm pretty, you know, I can beat this game without dying at least once. Uh, that whole level is really difficult in, until you know what to do. And the easiest way to beat that level, unless you're trying for high scores, if you're trying for high scores, then you need to be fighting these guys. But the easiest way to beat that level is to just run through it. Because more than likely, the dragon guys will fall down behind you. And the snakes, you just jump over them. Don't even worry about killing them. You just jump right over them. And then you, you really don't have to worry about yeah. any other bad guys except for until you get past all the snakes and dragons, and then they show up. So it's really not that big of a deal. Yeah, that I was watching a speed run. Uh, of this game, and that's what he did. He didn't do any. He basically, didn't fight in that whole level. Yeah, you don't. So. And a lot of times, if the guys appear behind you, until you get to the later mm -hmm. level, you're faster than them. Like until you until it starts over a couple times, you're more than likely faster yeah. than everybody on the screen. So you can just run away from everybody. If you're just trying to beat it. One of my know. favorite. Yeah, one of my favorite. Game tactics, just blast her. Yeah, it's like oh, it's like Monty Python. Run away! <laughs> mm -hmm. That's what I always think of when I run away from these guys. Go ahead, Jess. Go ahead. No, okay. well, I was just going to say, then you've got the boomerang guys, which is you got the knife-throwing guys, and then you got the guys with the boomerangs. Well, I think the boomerang guy's a boss. Yeah. Which I was going to say, you know, there's only five levels. We could probably just go through each level and talk about it a little bit because, mm -hmm. you know, that might be a good way to approach talking about this game. The first level is pretty basic. You have your, your purple guys that give you a hug. You have a few knife-throwing guys. Grapplers. Oh, they're called grapplers? They must I practice, don't know. I'm just they saying. Must, they must practice judo, whereas you practice <laughs> kung, kung fu, yeah. right? Well, Jiu-jitsu, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you get the you get the uh, the judo guys that like to give you a hug, and then you got um, the knife guy, which he's kind of tricky sometimes, but he he pretty well projects whether he's going to throw it high, or throw it low, and you can duck or jump over it. Mm -hmm. But he's probably the first tricky thing you face. Mm -hmm. And then you get to the end, and there's the stick guy. You got to fight the stick guy. Yeah. Did did you guys have any trouble with the stick guy? 
No, not really. Yeah, he's pretty easy. He's pretty easy. Kind of. Yeah. I kind of try to trick him into going high, then hit him low. Yeah, and I don't know if you're like me, Landon. The the uh, the tra- strategy I use on most bosses is to just spam them as fast as I can with my yep. with my low kick. Yep, that's what I do. Low kick and mm-hmm. just, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's that's pretty close to the noise no. banks, yeah. <laughs> it is, yeah. Yeah. It is just a little little ankle kick. Yeah. Uh then the second level is where you fight the snakes and the dragons, I believe, right? Yep. Yeah. And actually it's it th- this game kind of turns turns gaming in general on its head because once you get to the you go you go right to left first of all in the first level which is unusual mm-hmm. and then you beat the first level and then you go left to right which i think is interesting that they did that but it makes sense because you're climbing a a tower or i guess it's like a japanese house mhm dojo or something so if you go yeah. up the stairs on the left you're not going to continue to go left right you got to go right right yeah yeah I didn't even think about that, but yeah. So that's cool. So then you're you're in you're on the level with the. Or just go go right and stay going right. <laughs> yeah, most games you just keep going right. It's like a big flat world. You know, we live in a round world, people. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, the second level after you after you make it past the snakes and the dragons, then you get to the boomerang guy. I think it is. Mm-hmm. And he's basically just the knife throwing guy, but the knives come back, you know. So I yeah. I usually don't have a whole lot of trouble with him either, just simply because it's just the same strategy used on the knife guys, except you got to worry about the knives coming back at you. You guys have any trouble with him? Right, and then you. But I I eventually got past him. Now now after that you beat him, you get the cutscene. And here's the problem with the cutscene. I got is that laugh is pretty annoying. <laughs> you think so? It's kind of the Nintendo laugh. I think it's. Yeah, but it's so. I don't know. <laughs> it just sounds. I don't know. Kind of annoying to me. Yeah. Well. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Apology accepted, Michael. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know. I don't have any problem with the laugh, but I think the cutscene's cool because it breaks up the gameplay a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Never yeah. liked the laugh when I was really little. I think the first game I played that had that was uh, the Legend of Zelda Two, and when you get the game over and Ganon comes back and he laughs at you, scared me to death. I wouldn't play that game for like a couple of months after that because it scared me so bad. Yeah, I, this uh, whenever I was ki- a kid and playing this game, that laugh did kind of freak me out. And and the like you said in the Zelda isn't it the Zelda is it Zelda one or Zelda two where it starts fly the screen starts flashing and there's the face of the Ganon pig guy. Yeah, I think it's two because that was the one that absolutely terrified me as a kid. Yeah, it's pretty pretty freaky. Um, let's see what level three right? You it's pretty much the same as level one I think isn't it? You just. Uh, you just kind of scroll along fighting. Ra- oh, that's where the midgets appear. Yep. Yeah, the midgets. That's where the midgets great. show up. Yeah. And the midgets are kind of tricky because um, if you you, you got to duck to hit them, right? But you can't duck and wait for them because they'll just 
flip on up on top of your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is where I had the most trouble playing it this week. Was level three. So. Did you have trouble for, because of the midgets or because of Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal? <laughs> little, little of both. Didn't get the Shaquille O'Neal once, and then he beat me. About it for me. But uh, the midgets I struggled with a little bit too. Or the little people. I guess we should say little people. Yeah, uh, yeah. What what's the politically correct term there? Is it little people? It's little people. Oh man, we just little people, big world, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back and edit this episode now, and put in, uh, you know, beeps over top of Every all, time. All, all the use. No, of just splice in you saying little person. Every, <laughs> <laughs> like. I'm talking, but all of a sudden you hear your voice go, little person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Little person. Yeah. So, okay. that'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'll do if I have time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shaq is kind of a tricky guy, fighting Shaq, because he's got the shin kick, his famous shin kick, you know? Mm. If you go if you go low on him, he'll do the shin kick and he'll hit you in the face. And he actually oh takes God. off a lot of life too. Well, he is yeah. yeah. All right. So I usually I don't have any trouble. Even I may or may not even get hit going through level three, but level four is where I really get messed up. And it's all because of the boss of level four. But the the majority of level four, you have to dodge, I guess, bumblebees or hornets or something. Yeah. Which, those are usually, you usually kind of use the same strategy as you do against the snakes and the dragons. Just keep running and trying to run underneath them or jump over top of the bees. But every now and then you get hit by one, and then that just screws up the whole timing of the level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, always, that always messes me up. But then the the tricky part is the black magician, as as he's called, or as I used to think whenever I was a kid, Mister X's mama. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go some, through mama. Yeah. For some reason, when I was a kid, I used to think that uh, level four at the end of level four was Mister X's mama, and she wouldn't let you go fight her son until you beat her first. <laughs> but she's actually pretty hard, I think. Yeah, that's the one I have the most trouble with. Because she's really short, and she—you have to—I think you have to punch her. I don't think you can kick her. Yeah, um, I think if you kick her, it like kicks the head off, and then like they disappear, and she shows up in front of you. Yeah, so you have to use your punch, and your punch doesn't have nearly the reach as your kick. So you have to get really close, and then she throws fireballs at you, and. Maybe snakes. She throws snakes. Maybe I don't know. I think so. Yeah, but she's pretty. She's pretty hard. Um, unless you get lucky and just she does. She throws all the fireballs over your head while you're punching her in the chest. <laughs> so I'm guessing you didn't make it to the black magician, Justin. I did not. Or Mr. No, X's I mama did not. But I'm looking at picture picture of the black magician and I like how you guys kept referring to as if it was really his mama <laughs> yeah so 
Well, that's what I that's what I always grew up playing in, so that's how I still continue to play. I always imagine I get up to her and she's like, "Oh no, you're not gonna get to my son." <laughs> kind of a she's kind of a hunchback here, isn't she? Yeah, a little bit. Well, she's really old. You know how I mean? It's sad, but you know when you get older, you get shorter. You get a hunchback. You get the hunchback. It happens. It's probably gonna happen to me. Oh, man, we got a lot of people going to be ang- angry at this episode. <laughs> yeah, because there's a lot of 90-year-old people that listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Last time I played Kung Fu, I thought the Black Magician was a monkey that had, like, magic powers or something. It kind of looked like a monkey, I thought. <laughs> it does uh, yeah. look like a monkey. I could see the monkey, too, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a monkey. It's a gorilla dressed up. It's Donkey Kong. <laughs> Nice. Donkey Kong wearing a vest. Cool. So the if you, if you get past the monkey slash mama, <laughs> you get to make it to the fifth floor, which is the final floor, and it's pretty straightforward. You're just fighting normal normal dudes. There's no snakes or bumblebees or anything like that. And then you fight Mr. X, which for the longest time I had trouble figuring out what to do with Mr. X. Because he's kind of like you. He basically fights like you do. Um, he's like the black version of you. You know, he wears a black gi and you wear a white gi. Because mm-hmm. all bad guys wear the black gis. Right. It's kind of <laughs> you're kind of recreating karate. the Karate Kid moment there. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, but with Mr. X, you have to hit him as he's about to hit you, or at least that's the strategy I've figured out. Because you, mm-hmm. he'll, do- he'll dodge your attacks. But then, um, when he's attacking, he can be hit. So it's kind of like you're—you got to hit him as he's trying to hit you. Or at least that's how I saw it. That's how I always beat him. How did you beat him last night, Landon? How'd you figure it? I figured out a little trick. Like I would walk forward and then kind of backpedal a little bit and squat down and just kick and keep kicking him. Mm-hmm. And apparently, he's got like a limit to how far right he can go. On the level. Oh, I didn't so when know. You, that that way, you can just squat down and kick him to death. Oh, yeah, kick him to death. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how I did it. And I'm like, huh. But See, I never I picked up that straight out the first time, and he annihilated me. I never did pick up on that strategy. I do like you. Kind of mentioned it, but when you back up, when you're in the middle of a fight and you back up, he doesn't turn around, and turn his back to the guy. Yeah, your character doesn't. He kind of just backs up, which I think is interesting. I didn't know how. I don't know how they programmed that in so that he backs up normally and then turns around once he gets so far away or something. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty interesting. I don't know. Your strategy sounds a lot easier well, than my strategy. Yeah, it, once I figured out that he only goes right so far, I'm like, oh, I could just sit here and kick him all day and that's what I did. That won't work on the uh, second and third playthroughs, though, because you got bad guys coming at you uh, while, while you fight him. That sounds rough. I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> Justin, you were trying to here. take us on a tangent? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Mr. X actually kind of looks... I, I had looked this up, and uh, he kind of actually looks like the, uh, the Cobra Kai master from yeah, uh, Karate Kid. Mm-hmm. Blonde hair. Kind of looks like him. So, yeah, that was it. Nice tangent. Yeah, well, 
Thanks for following me along with it. <laughs> I, said, I said yes. I said I agree. He does. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much the gist of the game. I feel like, uh, I don't know if the walkthrough is, is boring or, or fun. I don't know. We'll find out if the listeners turn us off. But uh, <laughs> what, about, what about the way the game looks? You like the graphics? Yeah. Yeah, I do for the most part. I mean, they're they were state of the art when it came out. So I mean, it's and it and it holds up today. I mean, you don't have to have real real fancy graphics if you've got that solid of a gameplay in a game. Yeah, I mean, it's not anything <laughs> to write write home about, but uh, I think the animations are really good. Mm-hmm. I think when it, when yeah, he I think that that's cool. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's another thing like we've talked about before. You kind of alluded to it earlier in this episode. It's like game translated from arcade games send, tend to play, have a lot of a, a better gameplay to them. And the animations tend to be better. I don't know what that is. If it's just because it's, you know, arcade games were, were kind of better graphically and when they translated them over into the NES, it just they just kind of translated better. I don't know. But... Uh, Anyway, and yeah. it looks really similar to the arcade version too. So, yeah, I'm not sure if I would say that they play better all the time, but you know, yeah. they do. They do tend to play well most of the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, I, I also I really liked uh, I like the sounds in the game. I think it sounds cool. I like the. Uh, the noise that Landon made for us earlier, the kicking noise. Nice. What about the music? Died too, and you fell off and went. Yeah, yeah. It kind of sounds like you swung a baseball bat and hit a tree or something. Yeah. Big pole. Yeah, it's kind of cartoony. Yeah, I like that. You said the music, Justin. I think the music is is. Very repetitive, but uh, it's catchy. Mm-hmm. I like this. I like this little song yeah. that plays at the beginning of the level before it starts. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I thought the music was good, even though it was very repetitive. But it's kind of it really. It's really pumping music, though. I mean, it kind of gets your blood flowing. It's like dun 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 dun. You know, I could hear it played as I could hear it played as like a metal. Song, you know, like a yeah. metal riff. Yeah, or listen like, to it while you work out. Yeah, yeah. When I hit that the heavy bag, uh-huh. taking it to the heavy bag while listening to some kung fu. Mm-hmm. Yes, music. Right. Um, I have a manual. I know we normally don't do this near the end, but uh, I have a manual. Let's listen yeah. to it. I want to hear this. Okay, hold on. I'll try to screen share it. Hopefully it doesn't boot you, Justin. I think it should be okay. Knock on wood. Okay. Seems to be running okay right now. Can you see it? Yep. Okay. Uh, Object of the game. Here we go. Kick, jump, and punch your way to victory. Knock out the knife thrower. Stop the stick fighter and trip up the evil TomTom brothers in this action-packed martial arts contest. Beat your opponents and rescue the fair Sylvia, who is held captive on the top floor. Just when you think you've got your enemies licked, there's always a giant, a snake, 
or a fire-breathing dragon to contend with in Kung Fu. I think that's pretty good. Like yeah. That. And here's the characters. Thomas, who is you, is a steely Kung Fu expert. He has mastered the art of powerful punches, sharp kicks, and well-timed jump kicks. The player must decide which techniques to use and when. So, yeah. And then Sylvia, who's has got a nice slit up her dress there. <laughs> that I never noticed when actually playing the game. Uh, she was captured by the mysterious Gang X. She is being held captive at the top floor of the castle. She feverishly awaits her rescue by Thomas. I like how the gang's actually named by the leader. <laughs> yeah, I was actually going to say that too. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe they're all family. Yeah, maybe. The X family. <laughs> X family. <laughs> well, there's there's Giant X. There's uh, Mama X. <laughs> there's Tom Tom Malcolm. X. <laughs> Malcolm X. <laughs> oh, lordy. Is that politically correct? All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Stick All right. Fighter. I like that name, Stick Fighter. Stick Fighter, yeah. He's dangerous to approach with his sticks. And the little guys are Tom Toms? Yeah, they're called Tom Toms. Right. I, guess, I guess my theory about the black magician is way off because it says he can throw back parts of his body. So mm. it's not the mm -hmm. mama. That's a shame. Hey, th did, did you notice that the confetti ball drops from the ceiling? Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot about the confetti ball. All right. That's, that's pretty much it. And then it talks a little bit about point values. Point values, yeah. I guess we could, uh, if we're pretty much done with the game, I guess we could go ahead and talk about the high score challenge. All right. All right. How did you do? Justin, we'll start with you. Uh, 49,780. Yeah, okay. Not terrible. Not Fairly Landon. terrible. Landon? I was 176,750. Oh, that's pretty good, actually. You got into the hundreds of thousands. That's mm -hmm. always that's always nice. Punching those little people. What about you, Mike? I actually got to 310,000, and I think it's 500, 310,500, I think. And I, I will say that Part of the reason I got that high was because um, Mason Kramer, like a he's basically a professional high score guy. You see me scrolling through this Facebook here, probably. Let me stop sharing. Uh, Mason Kramer, he's like a uh, high score guy, you know. And he told me some tips on how to get a higher score. And I was trying to scroll through and find them. Uh, yeah, okay. His high score was 698,840. So when I mentioned that I got humbled earlier, that was, that was it. He pretty well stomped me. Um, so he wins the high score challenge. And I'll mention a couple other scores if I can find them on here. 
But he said that every 12th guy you kill, if you do a jump kick, you get like 5,000 points. So I tried a few of those. He also said that killing the dragons are worth 2,000 points. So if yeah. you avoid if you avoid dodging you them, yeah. If you avoid dodging them, the dragons and such, and um, actually do that jump kick maneuver where you get a ton of points for every twelfth guy, then uh, that's a pretty good strategy. Uh, looking for other scores. We didn't get a lot of submissions for scores this time. Not like we did on uh, what was it, Ninja Gaiden. I think Baz submitted us a score. Baz, the dude Baz, you know, I think he did a score or something. I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. It was like 76,000 or something. It was on Twitter, so I didn't, I've, I've lost it. But Didn't get a lot of score submissions, but it looks like uh, the, the, the leaderboard is Mason, followed by me, followed by Landon, and then Baz, and then you, Justin. And if anybody else I forgot, I apologize, because I've lost it. Yay! I got there. <laughs> I got the bronze. Bronze, hey, that's good. Bronze is good. Um, yeah, so that's that. It, um, I guess next up... I guess yeah, the scoring too. You, if your score reaches fifty thousand points, you get an extra life, so that's that's beneficial if you can mm -hmm. remember that. And then also at the end, depending on how much life you have left and how much time you have left, you also get a bunch of points for that. So if you beat it quickly and don't get hit, then you get a lot of points there. Uh, so did you guys come up with any retrofitted Same. trophies? Retrofitted trophies. You ready for mine? I am. Yep. You ready? Are you? You want to go first? No, I want. I want to go hear, first. Landon, I want to go first. These, I want to hear these glorious trophies. There are at least one of them, and then we'll take turns. I have three. All by right. the way. I don't know how many you have. No, I have four. I've got two, and one two. of them I think you're really gonna like. That is. This one's for Matthew, and that is kill the boomerang guy. <laughs> nice. Yeah, if the listeners listen back to our Christmas episode, they'll know that Matthew had a run in with the boomerang. <laughs> yeah. So, that's funny. Go ahead. All right, I've got one called Shaq Fu Who, <laughs> and that is defeat the big black guy, or the giant, as he's called in the game. Yeah. What you got, Landon? I had one uh, die in the dog pile, getting killed in a dog pile. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'd like to see... <laughs> I wish somebody had done, and probably somebody has, some fan art of like uh, Thomas laying underneath a big pile of purple dudes. <laughs> I think that'd be funny. <laughs> Alright, I've got another one called uh, Bruce Lee's Second Cousin. And that is uh, Beat the Game Without Dying. Bruce Lee's second cousin is Thomas, apparently. Yeah. Mine is 
the ankle attack of death. That is kill a boss by only ankle kicks or the low kicks. Nice. <laughs> Alright, I've got another one called Groundhog Day. And that is uh, no? play through the game three times. Because when you beat the game, it says, oh, Thomas and Sylvia are together again, but not for long. And then you just makes you play it again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all right, Landon, you got another one? Uh, my other one was, you broke my stick. Beat the stick dude in the first level. <laughs> nice. Nice. Broke my stick. I've got one more I just came up with. Okay, you better not steal mine. And <laughs> I don't think... You so have a tendency to something steal that you steal may not them. even know about, but I just... No, I don't. Um, this one you may not even know about, because I just read about it online. And it's... How much for a dozen? 5,000. And apparently, if Is you kill 11 enemies said? and you jump kick the 12th, did you just say this? I just said this. Mason Kramer told us. Well, you got to understand, my internet cut. Okay, internet. That's okay. Uh, it's okay. Well, that's messing with my internet cut out. That's okay. That's okay. Well, that's my trophy. My trophy's about that. Okay. So your trophy is about your internet cut Okay, out? sorry. <laughs> no, dang it. My trophy is about <laughs> how much for a dozen 5,000. Yeah, yeah. No, I like the name of your trophy, so that's all good. I like it. Yeah. But Sorry yeah, I, did. I didn't hear that because well, I'm yeah, well, momentarily well. gone. Gotcha. All right. That's fine. Uh, all right. My last Faster. one. My, la <laughs> my last one is uh, <laughs> Mama Said Knock You Out. <laughs> <laughs> and that is uh, Lose to Mama X. Nice. Yeah, I like that. that. That's all I got. Thought of one more. When you're fighting Mr. X... And you kill him by only doing squat kicks. Sweep the leg, Johnny. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, nice. All right. How about, uh, right. How about a rating? How do you guys want to rate this game? Game rating. Hmm. A kung fu technique. Okay. Okay. I, I go I with that. Know. Like a move or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll start us off. I'll say it's a roundhouse kick. Okay. Because, because that's like a, uh, it's a really good technique I think in kung fu. Because you see, you see Bruce Lee do it all the time. He just roundhouse kicks guys to the face, sends them flying across the room. And I think this is a really good game. I think. Uh, I think it's worthy of the roundhouse kick. I think it's a it's a staple game in your library if you want to get it. It's probably pretty cheap. So, but I would say that uh, this is a game that everybody should have in their library to put in every now and then. Just like the roundhouse kick is a move that everybody should have in their arsenal to kick some tail. Mm -hmm. Nice. That's mine. Go with. The crane kick because it's it's uh, it's awesome, but you got to be really good in order to pull it off correctly because it's not just something you can walk out and do. And I think for this game, you got to be pretty talented in order to, or at least well versed in it, 
in order to play it play it well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Am I the only one that always thought the crane kick was ridiculous? <laughs> uh, it was a bit ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. it is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Like, how would that ever work? It wouldn't, unless you're in a movie, really. Right. Exactly. Anyways, Landon, what do you think? So, I'd probably give it a high jump kick, and the reason for that is that's one of the high scores you can get in the game, and this game scores really, really high with me. So nice. I'll probably I'll probably give it a, a jumping a jumping kick. You know, it, it's it's a move that you kind of take a risk when you're up in the air getting punched or getting dogpiled, and, you know, if you don't pull it off right, you'll miss. So, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's harkening to the difficulty. But I would say it's, it's a jumping high kick just for the fact that you get the most points in the game for that, and it's a really high-scoring game with me. Nice. I like that. And the jump kick is very ineffective against the uh, little people. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. <laughs> All right, good, good, good ratings. Justin, did you uh, pull up feedback before right. the show this time? Deep Hatter feedback. Is that a yes? You should know better than to expect. It's a no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did not. Okay. Uh. Yeah, well, we were working on the internet there, so it kind of just pulled me away from it. Right, excuses. Yeah, yeah. got it. <laughs> yeah, excuses. It is. All right, I've got it then. That's cool. I, I always have your back. That's why we're good at this show, because I've got it. Uh, you ready? Dude I'm ready. Purcell, or Dude Purcell, says, one of my very first NES games I... I even I ever play oh one of the very first NES games I ever played outside of Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt. The funny thing is I didn't own it until a few years back. A couple of friends of mine own it, and I play it played it almost any time I hung out with them. I like the game. I know some people knock it, but they may just need more practice. Winky face. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I say. If you don't like it, then maybe you need to play it some more. You get better. Uh, it's a pretty easy game really. So. <laughs> Uh, Joe Copel, who is, if he's not an honorary dude, he's well on his way. I can't remember if he's an honorary dude yet or not, but he does a lot of cool drawings for us. So, uh, he says, I got this game with Excitebike. The game was ignored for a few months, but once I got over Excitebike, I was blown away by Kung Fu. It's simple yet challenging. You should totally use the Advantage or just a Turbo Controller in general. Spam A and B, rinse and repeat. Music and sound effects were great, too. By the way, originally an arcade game that wasn't a bad port. I kind of disagree with the turbo button. I don't think you need it. I think it's kind of... It makes this game a little too easy, but that's just me. Yeah. Let's see. Steve Nick says, I think this and Zelda 2 taught me how to be a potty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you... Uh, did, were you able to hold your tongue last night playing this, Landon? Yeah, yeah. That's good. First time I got killed by Shaq, though. I'm like, ah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, Ryan R. Jackson says, I only played this game once at a friend's house. It was the only NES game I remember beating on my first try. Wow. First try. 
I mean, it wow. is pretty easy. Nice. But that's quite the accomplishment. Yeah. Bob Gosh says, one of my favorites. Aiden Rogers says, got this game for Christmas this year. Wow. Wow. You're in nice. for a treat. You're in for a treat, Aiden. If well, you were probably already treating yourself to it. It's halfway through January. But Ed Wilson says, <laughs> grew up on this game. I used to shout group hug and then let all the bad guys surround me, cuddling me to death. <laughs> yeah, I was a weird kid. <laughs> I'd be lonely. Yeah. That's funny. Um Eric Pur- Eric Purcell goes on to Say it's okay, it's awesome, but uh, then he then Ed comes back and says, and I thought this is pretty funny. He says, uh, "Tell that to my mom, Eric. She'd be in the room. Just look at me, shake her head sadly, and walk out." (laughs) 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 I thought that was pretty funny. Oh no! (laughs) Uh, See, Humberto Montoya, uh, or Bert the Stormtrooper, I believe, as he's sometimes called. He says, "Love, love, love this game. I have, I have it. Play it fairly regularly, though I've yet to beat it. Gonna have to crack down on this before next episode. Well, we're recording now, but you still have a couple weeks to beat it. I think. Hmm. Yeah. Let's see. Ryan Hussey says, "I remember, or maybe it's Hussey." Uh, I'm sorry, Ryan, if I screw this up. H-U-S-S-E-Y. Anyways, Hmm. I remember buying Kung Fu Master back on the Atari 2600 because I loved the arcade so much. Sadly, it did not live up to the arcade. The NES version, however, at least emulated the arcade version rather well as far as covering all the stages and enemies and bosses. Buying the game definitely saved me lots of quarters at the arcades. So... Yeah, that's cool. Nice. I always liked around the NES era is when arcades started becoming more like their counterpart, and then it really hit in the 16-bit era with the Genesis and Super Nintendo. But we won't talk about that. But uh, yeah, so it's it was really cool to be able to play a game at the arcade and then come home and play it on the NES. Right. I think that's pretty much all the feedback, unless I miss some on the. On the Facebook page, but I don't know. I'm not going right. to search forever. Well, Landon, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me, guys. I had a yeah. blast. You want to uh, do us a favor and shout out uh, your retro junkies stuff and give us a, maybe an update on what, what's going on there? Sure. Um I was going to say, uh, Rob and I have been talking about the next Super Show, and uh, it's going to be a pretty important one, so we'll, we'll keep you tuned on that. But uh, I can't really say too much without giving it away. Uh, I think okay. we're going to talk about Killer Instinct. That was the last game that we had said we were going to do. Uh, we've both had some personal things come up, Rob and I both. So we're, once we get that kind of straightened out, I think we're going to we're going to do the the Killer Instinct show and. Uh, it's it's going to be a pretty big one. Uh, we got several announcements we're going to make on that show, so just uh, just stay tuned for that. Sweet. Uh, again, just keep checking out the Retro Junkies Network. I mean, we've got everything from toys to games. Uh, I don't even and, and Ninja Turtles. I, I almost forgot. I, I wanted to say Star Wars, but I said uh, it's, it's Ninja Turtles. So somebody needs to do Star Wars. Yeah, they really do. Yeah. Cool. But, 
yeah, I was going to say, other than that, uh, I've not got much more to say about the network other than just, just support the shows you like, and if there's a show you don't like, let us know, and <laughs> what are we going to do about that? About it, but <laughs> it's nice to have feedback. <laughs> yeah, that'd be interesting if somebody actually says, "Hey, I really hate that Genesis Gym show." <laughs> um, <laughs> you guys are hosers. <laughs> just kidding. We love the Genesis Gyms now. We're big buds. Yeah, teamed up. Yeah. All right, Justin, you want to tell me? All right. Find... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Sorry, sorry. We got some phone calls. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, okay. I almost really screwed up. I always ask so hard for phone calls, and then if I don't play them, then that would really be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So. Here comes one phone call. I think, I'm hoping these phone I haven't listened to them yet, so if you're listening live, be warned, there may be somebody calling Cousins out. <laughs> if you're listening to us via the podcast and there's no calls here, then it was probably somebody calling us out. We had to, we had to edit that out. So here you go. Yeah. Hey, uh, Kelly, I just calling because I saw your Facebook post. I saw that you guys want to know about kung fu. Oh yeah, you guys might. Oh, I'm an expert in kung fu. I'm third degree black belt, fourth given in kung fu. I just wanted you to know. I'll tell you what about it. And see, when I was a little more. Boy, my mama would push me around and kick me, and you know, I didn't like that. So my dad sent me a kung fu class, and I just kung fu, you know, I just trying to punch and kick and twirly stuff, and <laughs> yeah, all right, I like kung fu. I hope you guys do too. All right, bye now. <laughs> uh, Timmy, Timmy's back. Awesome. <laughs> Always good to Jimmy hear from Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, here's here's another one. Hi there, this is Stephen Sharp. What's going on? Going in regards to Kung Fu. This is the very game, I think, that taught me how to use foul language in sheer anger. At least this and Zelda 2. I found the controls awkward, but... The game is eerily addictive all at the same time. Anyway, love the podcast, fellas. Y'all take care. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Uh, he makes up good. He brings up a good point. It is very addicting, but it is kind of frustrating at the same time. I don't know. But the funniest part about this is, you know, we use Google for our our, our uh, phone number, mm-hmm. and Google always gives us a translate. Well, at the end there, when he says. Uh, I can't. I can hardly. Not, I can hardly say this without laughing. At the end, when he says "love the podcast, <laughs> fellas," um, <laughs> Google translated that as "Hey, my love, Phyllis, take care." <laughs> <laughs> hey, my love, Phyllis, take care. <laughs> so, uh, Steve, I hope, you, I, hope you have, I hope you actually have a Phyllis in your life. <laughs> Okay. Yes. Yeah, that yeah, that's it. That's it. We got Timmy and Steve calling us about Phyllis. <laughs> okay. Now you can tell us. Tell them how to find us, Jesse. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and um, 
we're uh, trimming down on some of our social media sites, so we'll probably stick for uh, always check us there. Website nesdudes.com uh, and as well write ups and stuff that aren't even related to the book. And you can always call us and leave us a message like I mean Steve did by calling Michael. That number is uh, 775-773-8761 or 775-7-RETRO-1. Call now. Sweet. Order today. Three low payments of nine ninety nine. Nice. Yep. Not really. You won't get charged. No, you won't get charged. It's free. Well, I think it's free. Yeah. It's free if you can call people for free, if that makes sense. You have to have a phone that can call people first. It's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not like a toll-free call from banana yeah. or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> nice way to end the show. Yeah, yeah. I did want to say that by the time you hear this, hopefully the app will be back. Uh, we lost Justin, but Landon, just so you know, hopefully by the time the, the listener hears this, the app will be back in the Google Play yeah. Store, and the Android app can be used again. We got yeah. a little, we got hit a little bit by uh, some intellectual property stuff, so I'm trying to scrape that off the app and the Ugh. and the and the store. Get rid of anything that resembles somebody else's property and then uh, yeah. stick it back up. And I'm also putting this huge disclaimer on it saying uh, we are not affiliated with Nintendo in any way, shape, or form. So hopefully that'll just satisfy everybody and we can just... Because just, it's just an app so that people can listen to the podcast. You know? Yeah. So That stinks. People get bent out of shape over that. Yeah, it's silly. Especially since there's emulators in the Google Play yeah. Store, you can actually download and play NES games on, so I think that's kind of silly. Mm-mm. Anyways, thanks for coming on, man. It was fun. Hey, thanks for having me. I, I appreciate it. We'll have to have you on again sometime. I hear... Definitely. I don't know. Maybe I, heard, maybe I heard this from somebody else, but I hear you're a Blaster Master fan. I like some Blaster Master. Uh, so maybe I'm not good at it, though. I'm horrible no, at it. But I'm, I'm pretty probably. terrible at it, too, but I was always a big fan of it growing up. Yeah. Right. Love me some Blaster Master. Well, then I'm going to say here's some music for next week's show, and we will catch y'all next time. Later. Bye. Bye.